Ryan, thank you for coming on again. Thank you for everybody that's tuning in. Once again, we have Ryan Verga online. Ryan, how's it going, man? What's up, dude? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited to have you like usual. Um, I know we're going to talk about uh, signage, branding pieces, uh, business cards, so on and so yeah. forth today. Um, so kick me off. Tell me, tell me what you want to talk about. Yeah, essentially print materials, honestly, yes. signage. Um, business cards, things that people are going to be seeing, you know, either with you or with your property, right? Um, so I think it's extremely key. We've been talking about branding. We've been talking about logos. We've been talking about how you are presenting yourself. And when you present yourself, it all, it, you have to think about how is it going to look, feel from your signage to your website, to your business card, yep. right? You want to make sure your brand consistency is going through that through and through, 100%. Everybody can look at your business card and know who you are, what you represent. Look at your website and can see the business card connect. Look at your sign and be able to say, oh, yeah, that is I like, the I, keystone team. Yeah, I like know? that. I like that, that, the brand consistency, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, some people, I, a good way to, to, to visualize this and understand this is, um, for instance, when you have an Amazon that has a brand across the board and then you see them rebrand it's literally every piece of marketing that they have their website their their uh trucks their their boxes their mm-hmm. tape everything yeah. has their new brand on it versus oh look i'm gonna change this part of my brand and then your your business folders are still your old brand mm-hmm. i mean i remember when we re- rebranded our company um, we had boxes of folders with our old branding colors on it, and we literally had to throw them out. Yeah. My business partner's like, hey, can't we still use this? I'm like, no, it doesn't go with our brand anymore. We want our brand to be consistent because then people are going to be used to seeing our brand. Exactly. You don't want to confuse people. And what that means, too, is I think Amazon is a great example, right? It's Think about your colors, right? If your website is, you know, white and red and you have you know pretty open space but then your business cards are black and your signages are green and yeah you have none of those on any of you like that's extremely confusing right and that's why we talked about you know you're creating your color palette creating your logo and different sizes for your logo right because that comes into play now when you are looking at something that's large you can have a larger logo for like potentially your signage maybe even your website if you have the space you can have a larger logo but when you get down to that business card, space is of the essence, right? We want things yep. to be tight, concise, and get straight to the point. So that's why you would have something very similar to your larger logo, but maybe it's just a little bit more abbreviated. Maybe you can fit your entire logo depending on how you design it, right? But we need to think about those things now. So let's talk about, you know, signage maybe first, or would yeah, you yeah? Like let's business? talk about let's talk about real estate signs. Okay. So one of the things that you know you'll see on blogs is bigger is always better, which is not true. Um, I think you need to make sure your font sizes are obviously readable. You know, are you driving um, and can you read the sign? Right. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, let's have a picture of your face or a picture <laughs> yeah. of the house and stuff on the signage. Um, There's such thing as doing too much. Um, and that's going to be a common theme. Yeah, yeah. There's such thing as doing too much. I think people, uh, and, and this is my opinion, I, I think that we're aligned on this, but I think there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I want to include this and I want to include that and I want to make sure this is on there and that is on there. And it's like, then it just gets confusing when you're looking at it. 
Also, if you're running, or let's say you're, you're driving past a sign, yep. how much information can you read and take while keeping your eyes on the road? Think yeah. about it. If you have 50 things on your sign, and they're all extremely large, bold font, all caps, no one's going to be able to read that, right? They'll see a sign with a bunch of letters, and maybe yep. if they're lucky, they'll see a sale. You know? Yeah, and, and, and there's, a, there's a quote um, from uh, Building a Story Brand, the book, uh, I think it's Donald Miller. Mm-hmm. I sure. don't know if that's right, but let's just <laughs> pretend that. Um, but he says um, something along the lines of there's, there's not um, that people don't always follow the best leaders. They follow the easiest people to follow, right? Like, like it's that, that concept mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, if I just butchered that quote or not, but my point is, is that, that you could be the best in the business, but if it's hard to follow you, it's, if it's hard to digest your information, like people are not going to use you just because of that. Right. Exactly. Right. And we like the key thing that I love to always say is keep it simple, stupid. Right. Yeah. Because think about it. You're driving by. You see this sign. You have I'm going to just use the still thing. Three to five seconds to see your sign. You have a big ass image of your face. That's what they're going to see. They're going to miss all the other yeah. information. You have a ton of caps of like, oh, here's what the inside of the house looks like. The outside of the house. Dude, the house is right there. Let's get them to your information. The fact that it's um, being it's for sale. Yep. And then. Give them your number. Give yeah. them a way to contact you. Go to your website. There's, you need to make them directional, right, in the sense of, like, where are they going and how are they getting in contact with you. Give them information, right? We want to let them know. But we need to make sure that information has a sense of hierarchy, right? So what is the first thing that they should see, second thing that they should see, third thing that they should see? If you're going beyond, I think, three things. I think I, you might be doing too much. I saw a sign or an agent the other day, and I, I laughed, and I talk to them about it I don't just laugh and then never tell them what I suggest right like I laughed mm-hmm. about it but it was a um, it was a, a, a for sale sign and it had their information his picture and then a QR code by their information I mean the brokerage information not his phone number no contact mm-hmm. information nothing and I asked him I said well I said what do you mean? he goes well two QR codes are the future I said yes I agree with that but now you're gonna tell me that as I drive by mm-hmm. I have to pull out my phone Make sure that I hit the little thing so that it links back to me or I have to pull over and hit that QR code. Mm-hmm. Like, what are my options here? And, and he kind of looked at me and I was like, look, dude, like, put your freaking phone number on there. Put your website on there if you want it. And then use a, a sign writer with your QR code if you want to add that, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, it does, is it necessary to have that? Is it even necessary to really have your picture on there? I don't think so. I'm not personally I'm, a fan. I'm going to talk about a sellable asset. Let's talk about why real estate. Now you may not be building your company to sell. You may not be, but like, let's, let's put this in perspective where every other industry builds companies so that they could become sellable. Right. And there's a lot of businesses that are not sellable. There's a lot of, a lot of companies that are not sellable. Why? Because they made the operator necessary. And if you want to sell your business, you cannot be a necessary piece of your business. What? Oh, if you died tomorrow, your business will continue to run. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, if your picture's on every freaking piece of marketing, <laughs> exactly. how are you ever going to get rid of your business? How are they going to know what your brand is like yeah. without you? Without you, right? So now if I want to sell my business 10 years down the line, 5 years, 2 years, whatever it is, or I want somebody else to take it over, whatever it is, 
I need to be able to, now I'm going to have to sign a deal where I'm going to have to be involved with that company at some point. And I, or have some bigger non-compete clause because now my brand is, myself as an individual is attached to that brand. When, as, when you're building a business, you can create a business that is sellable, that's a sellable asset by not attaching your specific image to that business. Mm -hmm. It's like a, a, a sports player. Right? Like a sports player, there, there's teams and, and, and every single team does this in sports where you have someone like a Kobe Bryant, that's a franchise player. Mm -hmm. And then you have someone like a LeBron James. What LeBron James did very specifically and that was, that was great for him as an individual was he never really can, like, like put the, the team name and his name together. Like he could leave to any team and he'll still get the biggest contracts mm -hmm. versus a franchise player, and, and again, Kobe Bryant might not be the best example because Kobe Bryant's one of the best to mm -hmm. ever, uh, yeah. to ever yeah. live. But Kobe Bryant, you associate him with what team? Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. That's it. It's very simple. You think Kobe Bryant and Lakers. It's synonymous. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, LeBron James, who are you gonna, what team are you going to think about? Right? But he built himself as a sellable asset himself. Right? But that's in sports. Now, can you build your company to be a sellable asset? Could you imagine... The 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 uh, uh, the Lakers having Magic Johnson's picture uh, <laughs> on you know, every single on every single piece of, uh, of advertising mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah, yeah. It, how are you going to sell your brand? Exactly, and I think these are key questions that you need to ask yourself when you're thinking about your signage. It even doubles down on business cards, which is why I think they're in the same category, right? Yep. Because one hundred percent. You should be memorable as a person and or your property can be, right? Your name, but your face, you know, that's not a necessary item. And that takes up a lot of space. Well, right? and also, also another point, I'm just going to keep going on a rant here. Yeah. But another point that, that you brought up about that is your business cards, your, your, your signage, all of these things, like with your picture on them, what most agents do is they keep that picture for 10 years longer than they should yeah. keep it. Right? Why? Because they don't want to go and rebrand, and that's what you would end up be doing. If we connect back to what we were talking about in the beginning with the Amazon thing, could you imagine at, at, in, in five years, every five years, you have to take a new headshot, right? <laughs> yep. At least. At least. Yeah. We take new headshots every year, but let's, mm. let's pretend it's every five years. Yeah. You have to completely rebrand your company every five years? Mm -hmm. Think about that. It's I mean, and to, be, and to be fair... I, like, I almost would say you should rebrand your company nearly every five years and just at least like tweak it, see what's yeah, updated. Correct. You know, um, the biggest brands in the world brand around every five to six years. So, but if you have your photo and you have to keep continuously updating, you're, at least your brand, your logo and things like that can stay the same depending on what you're, well, you know, what also you're like, throwing your brand on. Like yeah. what if you're blonde today and then you decide you want to go brunette tomorrow? <laughs> True. Like now what? What if we have a life-changing accident? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's all kinds of things, right? Like You have a mustache, now you don't. Yeah, it's now it's like, wait a second. Is that the guy or is that the girl? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When in reality like like we're talking about consistency and branding, like these are these are major points and this is why like I don't personally believe in putting my picture on every single piece of my marketing. Yeah, and I think also too coming from younger agents um, it's kind of hard sometimes to get respect because they don't think you've been in the business yep. long enough. So if you have a baby face, you know, it might be a little bit harder for you. You want your work and what you've done and the numbers to prove itself rather yep. than 
how young you might possibly look. You know, I'm a pretty short guy too, so if I really <laughs> shave my face, I can fit into high school probably still. <laughs> you know, so you got to really think about your image, you know, in general, and then if that's worth it, which it's not. Personally, I don't think so. And I think it's really funny, you know, half the times you'll see people who on their website, their headshot, their business cards or whatever, um, and then they have, you know, a younger, yeah. definitely younger, different looking image, and you see them and you're like, wait a second. Wait, is and this the, the, am I almost catfish? Like, yeah, right? And yeah. I feel like that's more of the first initial thoughts rather than, okay, let's just move on to the property and let me actually listen to what you're saying because the entire time I'm thinking... You well, dog. and we're building, and we're building. We're talking about building trust, right? <laughs> right, you know and right that? at the start of it, they don't even recognize you. It's yeah. not worth it, right? And I also just want to really quickly take it back to like when we have the signage, and you're thinking about QR codes, and like it's the initial first. I love always saying three to five seconds. That's yep. how long it's going to take for them to like really digest signage. You, a person, your brand, right? If you're putting a QR code and your face, and like. Think about all the steps and all the things that they're seeing top to bottom and how much effort they have to go in yeah. to figuring out and understanding and digesting your brand. Because let's be honest, you're walking by, you're driving by, you're taking out your camera and you're literally just taking a picture of it maybe really quickly yeah. and you're zooming in on that later to get your number. And if you have like a decent phone, right, you can maybe hold down and it'll actually read the text and be able to copy and paste. But let's take the people who still have flip phones or like, you know, people who well, don't have smartphones. Yeah. You can't do anything with the QR code. You need to think not only about um, you know technology, but people who don't have access to that technology yeah. maybe can't afford said technology. So if that's going to be your branding, is having a QR code, and or you know maybe you have a very elevated photo of yourself. Um, you know, statistically speaking, um, people may not relate to your um, either gender or. Um, ethnicity, you know, as easily as you might think, just in different neighborhoods, right? Yeah. So there's like a study that came out, um, you know, it was mainly in healthcare, and that's what I'm referring it to, but I mean, I think you can use healthcare for real estate, since every, they're hand in hand, I think. Um, when you see, you know, a certain type of, like, elevated type of style of marketing where everything's very clean, maybe you have a ton of white people, specifically, you know, that might specifically call out to white people, Versus somebody who's extremely diverse, like, oh, that brand, that company, they're probably not going to relate to me. They don't understand who I am. They don't understand, you know, my background. So you also need to think about that as well when I you're think, putting... I think that's a huge point, like what you were just saying, is, is, is who are you speaking to? It's what we talked about in past podcasts and everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really what you got to build your brand around. Like, like, who are you speaking to? Who is your target audience? Who is your specific brand that you're looking for? And, and then chase that and chase that. Uh, uh, accordingly right so like like you were saying if if you're doing only luxury properties and you know every single person that that you know that that is going to buy that house has a an iphone or a smartphone mm -hmm. and you know you know 100 percent that every single person which is not true whatsoever but we'll, we'll play this game here that you know that they for sure are able to use a qr code then okay that makes sense Put a QR code, put nothing else, because that's going to drive straight to your the specific person. But you're going to narrow your 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 um, demographic down real tiny because that's not everybody that can buy or sell a $10 million house. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a percentage of a percentage. So you're just getting even finer and finer, which is great for marketing if you can target those people. 
But when we're talking about a yard sign, where we're talking about people driving by, we want to capture as many people as possible. Yeah, I'm just right? saying, yeah, we just want to keep it simple, stupid, right? Obviously, everybody, you want them to think positively yep. and get a really great impression. And the great, easiest impression, name, sign, for sale, whatever, just simple, get them to the next steps as yep. quickly as possible. It's like we were talking about website design. Get them to the next steps as quickly as possible. Three clicks, one click, you're getting there getting the information to them as fast, as easily, as easily, as accessible as possible. Let's talk about business cards. Just exactly the same thing. We want to do the, exactly those things. We want to make sure we are giving quality, right? Yep. We're thinking about everything from material of business cards to shape of business cards to um, is this actually useful? Are you jam-packing them with 20 different things in a very small amount of space. Are their fonts too small? We want to make, I'm pretty sure the standard is like, you don't want to go anything smaller than like a 12 point font. Yeah. Because then again, accessibility, we're thinking about people who need to read your yeah. number, your name. Um, space is your friend here, right? Um, I think when you are really jamming your business card with 20 different things on it, you're putting your photo on it, you're putting everything in all caps and bold, yeah, it it seems scammy. Think about like ads that like pop up that are super bold and bright and crazy. It, we don't want your business cards to look like that. It's simple, clean. Use your brand colors. Use them effectively. Honestly, if you really want to hire someone to do your signage and your your business cards together and have that be a part of your package when they're branding and thinking about your company, I always do that. I highly recommend you asking if you are hiring out somebody to do your website, to do your brand guidelines, have them include signage and business cards because yep. they all should look and feel the same. Um, we really want to make sure when you're thinking about business cards, we're being unique if possible. There's tons of really great places where you can design a business card and take a template. But when you are going to those open houses, you know, and you see all the agents throw down their business cards, look at them. Yeah. See if yours stands out or does yours just blend in. If you quickly looked around, does yours stand out? Is yours different? Is yours memorable? If you're going to give your business card to somebody, is it can it fit in their pocket, their yeah. wallet? People will be like, oh, I got these really cool like thick plastic or wood or something yeah. like crazy. Like, cool, I'm glad you spent like $3 on a business card or a dollar on a business card. But like, where, how am I supposed to carry that? Yeah, is it actually usable? And am I going to want to keep it? And, mm -hmm. and, and, and the other thing is, is I, I actually have, um, I, apparently I'm going to be talking about QR codes all day long today because I have a friend that she's, um, she's in Texas and her, I love her business card. Um, and, and long story short, it's got her logo, it's got the branding on the back and then on the, on the front side, it's got her information. And then in the bottom, bottom corner on the right, right, it's got a little tiny QR code. And the reason I like that is because some people don't want to use a QR code, right? So you have all the information. But if I scan that, it automatically uploads into my, into my phone. So now I can tell them, hey, look, if you don't want to take the business card, go ahead and scan this. It'll upload right into your phone. That's cool, right? But because for me, I hate business. I hate getting business cards from anybody. I like hardly carry them because I don't like giving them to people because then that means I'm going to probably get one back. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want them, right? Because I just, I end up taking a picture of them and sending them to my assistant and having him upload them to my contacts versus me actually like taking the time to go through them, mm -hmm. right? And then I throw them away and I just feel like I'm wasting people's money by doing that. Yeah. 
So with hers, if she's got a little tiny QR code, I literally scan it. I take a picture. It went into my contacts. I'm done. Yeah. Right. So, so can you make the user experience easier? Exactly. And, and that's a great example too. And I think it's an amazing example. It's, it's taking the business card, right. To 2022, 2023 mm-hmm. where we're at versus just using a, just having your info there. Now you can actually say, Hey, look, if you don't want to take it, that's cool. Just scan this QR code. You're good. Boom. I don't like when people say here, here's the tap and just tap it onto your phone and it'll go in there because sometimes I don't want to put your number in my phone right and so on and so forth so like I think it's finding a balance and that's a really good easy way to balance where it's a simple business card it's got her logo on the back it's got you know it's really nice like it feels Mm -hmm. like I think it's like the velvet touch or Mm -hmm. something like that Mm -hmm. and then on the on the other side it's got her information her brokerage information her website her email address yada yada her, her phone number Yada, 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 her license number. And then it's got that over there with her logo up in the top right. And it's simple, easy. But mm. if I put it down right now in front of a bunch of other business cards, you'd be like, oh, that's a cool card because of the texture and the feel and the thickness of the card. Perfect. And that's exactly all the things that you need, right? I don't even really have to, you kind of just took, took all of those things. <laughs> yeah, all the things I needed to talk about. Those are all, just replay that right there of what you need on your business card. Because that's extremely, extremely simple. Like, you know, you could have your website on there as well. You know, we want them to really enjoy the experience. We were talking about, um, like, gift giving in the other episode, right? And it's about the quality. And I think we want to make sure your isn't, like, you know, printed out from a normal printer that you just cut. And it's, like, you know, uneven lines or something like that. It's worth the extra few cents it costs to have a higher quality business card, right? Yeah, they might throw it away depending on if they actually physically want to take it or whatever, but it's worth the feel. The yep. texture is key. You know, you can emboss it where you like press into it yeah. with some like cool It's es- like we have we have the 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 raised um yeah. printing. So we mm-hmm. have like on on part of our our logo, on our logo it's like glossy and raised. Yeah, exactly. And I think when you do those simple small things, right? And make sure you're you're not doing that like with your phone number or your name or something. Yeah. It's like subtle design elements that raise the level of quality that you're presenting on your business card is going to be extremely key because it's like, again, what in theory they're leaving with, right? The impression of you and that's something that they're holding, right? And like, oh, wow, this is really unique. Oh, this is a really cool card. Wow, I love the way that you did X, Y, Z. And if I don't, like, don't get that with my business card yeah. when I'm designing or for whomever's, um, I almost feel like I need to do well, it again. You well, know, I feel like that's the goal is to yeah. get those... It's almost like a fit check, right? You're kind of curious <laughs> on if you got this new outfit, if it's worth it. And if you don't get a compliment, you're like, oh, maybe. It's like, that's how you should be almost thinking about these business cars is looking at it as like a representation of you, your business yeah. and making sure it's unique. Well, and you you, um, you had mentioned earlier brand guidelines. Um, and I know that like when we built out, like every single one of my entities, like when we build it out, um, you help with us on our brand, brand guidelines as, as reg- in regards to having a universal voice across every single platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's something that if you're not going to do anything for your branding by paying for somebody to do anything, like I think that you should either Google, look up how to build brand guidelines or hire somebody to do it so that it's done the right way. And then all you need to do is rinse and repeat versus you trying to figure out how to do it. Um, I think that the money that you're going to spend to build out your brand guidelines is a no brainer for you. Easy. 
Um, because like you said, it's going to include your, your cards, your folders, your signage, all mm -hmm. of these things that then you can take those and rebuild them and reuse them over and over. And then when you want to rebrand later, you go back to the same person and say, Hey, we want to rebrand. This is what we want to do. Blah, blah, blah. Can we, re can you build out our brand guidelines again with X, Y, Z? Exactly. In mind? And just like to put this in perspective too, I don't think a lot of people understand like, yes, you can go to business cards and you can do templates. And I think that could work perfectly fine. Hopefully if you have the right eye, and I think that's the key thing is you're paying for somebody who already knows it, right? Yeah. I know things like this because I've done it before. That's how quick it takes me to like build things and think already of a business plan strategy yeah. and I like where I'm going to take your brand just from getting to know you. I'm already, you know, throwing down a bunch of ideas in my head. I know all of the file formats that are needed. File yep. formats. I think that is one of the things that go extremely underestimated on your brand yeah. and if you have access to those and getting those. Because think about, okay, uh, I want to do a signage or I want to add my logo and I want to do this on XYZ print materials. Um, you know, multiple vendors need different types of, you know, anything from a PDF to an AI file to a PSD to, um, you know, an SVG. And if you don't yeah. know any of those, then you either start looking those up or hire somebody who can, like, export that in like two seconds. Yeah, because know? every single print shop is going to need something different. They're going to need certain bleed lines. They're going to need all kinds of different things. So it's important to have all of those formats because again, time is money, right? So if you're wasting your time trying to figure out how to do all of that, mm -hmm. when you can have it already yeah. done, like it's a no What are you going to do? Go buy the Adobe suite for a couple hundred dollars and you can pay a couple hundred dollars into your branding guidelines and use that. Yeah. You know, and it's just, done, yeah. Yeah, and you don't have to do anything and yep. learn how to do that. And you have to also have the right computer that can withhold all of those things to even open those programs. And then yeah. it's it's a lot harder than it sounds. And it's worth the time and money because they've spent the time and money to be able yeah. to do those things perfectly and quickly if you hire correctly. I <laughs> um, agree. Any any other uh, uh, closing points on, on, on signage, business cards, or anything like that? I think we covered pretty much all I think all we of it. did. I think just in summary, we really want to make sure what you're thinking of is Three to five seconds, is it digestible? Does it stand out when you put yourself in comparison to others, right? Is it easy to see? Is it easy to pick out? Um, are you doing it just because everyone else is doing it? Or are you actually being like smart about it, yeah. right? Are you doing it so they can connect to you as quickly as possible? Are you leaving them with a good message of you, your brand? Does it connect throughout print from your signage to your website to your business card? Do they get the same image of you without having an image of you? Love it. Love it. I appreciate you, Ryan. Thank you so much for coming on again. Thanks for having Look forward me. to having you next week. Awesome. Till next time. Dude, yeah, thanks.